Just Being Honest, the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. We are here today at the JBH Just Being Honest Podcast. We've got a treat for you folks. We are going to, did you hear that? (sighs) We're going to take a deep breath, guys. Let me tell you a true story. Last week, I I had a bit of a freak out. I'm not going to lie. I I was one of those people I blamed it on the cosmos. I was a rat searching for a hole. I <laughs> ran around. I got so much done. I was like, "Yay, I'm productive." And then bam, I ran into a wall literally. I had a serious burnout and Um, anxiety, I'm going to say, anxiety struck me hard and I could not catch my breath. So today, it's perfect that I have our guest speaker. Her name is Sandy Abrams. She is the creator of CEO. Wait, I should say CEO. Yes, CEO. <laughs> she has been a longtime entrepreneur. She's been doing yoga for 25 years. Was that? Well, yeah, something like that. 25 years, but she has been, thank God, breathing for longer. <laughs> but more importantly, she's been really focusing on the breath technique and the importance of the actual technique. Because um, we all know that if you're not breathing, you're dead. <laughs> And folks, I don't want any of you to die. So let me introduce to you the creator of CEO. More importantly, let me just kind of give her a little shout out to her website. It's called YourIdeaInc.com. It will be in the show notes so you can visit it. She turns dreams, ideas into realities. So hit her up. If you want your dream to become a reality, because why are you dreaming if you don't want it to become real, right? Dreams are awesome, unless they're a bad dream. So make all your dreams good. (laughs) Anyways, let's introduce Sandy and let's kick this off. Let's talk about Miss Sandy. Thank you. We are so grateful for you to be on our show, the JBH Podcast, as our first official guest because... Our first official step in what Just Being Honest does is, with all of our clients, is to really hone down on mental awareness, to be mindful. Um, And that sounds so basic, but a lot of my clients, a lot of us, Mm -hmm. we have broken brains. (laughs) And it sounds funny, but it's real. Mm -hmm. You know, we're running around with scattered minds. We Mm -hmm. have so much, excuse my language, effing technology. That is great, but it's also a stab in the heart. Mm -hmm. So, talking about retraining the brain. Right. It starts with breath work. It does. So, how did you get started? Well, first of all, the good news is it's never too late to retrain your brain. I learned that from a Harvard-trained neuroscientist that I heard speak a few years ago at a women's entrepreneurial conference. And I thought that was really great news because it's never too late for anyone. So if they don't have the kind of self-awareness that we have now after 
being in tune to our breath and our moods and our energies for so many years, everybody should know they can start today. And it's easy. Um, I started with um, utilizing breath as a tool for success after probably like a year of doing yoga back. I started in 1989. I was um, in my late 20s and I did, um, I used to like squirrel out of the room just as Shavasana was about to begin because... Wait, wait, uh, let's backtrack. How yeah. did you get into yoga? Because I always want to hear people's story about why they get into yoga. And you know, everyone's always like, I should do yoga. I should do yoga. Yeah. You know, it's so cool. It's so function. So how did you get into it first off? I feel like I got into it before it was like popular and mainstream. And I was a real estate agent at the time. Oh. And I had a client who just had this calm, zen way about her. Like, she was a CEO. Mm -hmm. She took charge of her life with, you know, control, but also with this zen sense of just calm, um, like, wise actions. And we were in the middle of a transaction that would get difficult sometimes, and she would always say to me, I can't answer that yet. I'll let you know after I do it, my yoga class. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I think I need that yoga class too. So I signed up for yoga. Um, it was right in my neighborhood. I could walk there. And I, it became like a second home for me. Like it was my kind of exercise. And I didn't understand the power of the breath for a while. But once I did, it's been with me every single day ever since. Nice. So you started yoga. You started doing it, what, once, twice, three times, every day? Every day. I, mean, every I day. literally wow. went like five, six, seven times a week. Sometimes I would go twice a day. I was young, and I really, nice. I loved it. And they were rigorous classes. So instead of like going for a jog or whatever, I really enjoyed you know, just like the flow the of yoga and the moving meditation. I don't think I realized at the time what I really did love about it was attaching a breath to each movement kind of thing. Nice. It feels really good. It's energizing. And, and it also like quiets your mind, which allowed me to tap into this creativity that was around the time that I was starting my business by then. Nice. And so you started the yoga, mm -hmm. you're like going every day, you're walking down the streets, looking all chic, getting your juices after. <laughs> But you Green said, juice was not a thing back then. Oh yet. gosh! Don't forget. San okay. a long time ago. Folks, Sandy is like, <laughs> if you follow her on her Instagram, <laughs> she is like the queen of like her post, her pre juices. They, I always just want to like lick the screen. Uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> but so, anyways, so you went to yoga. You yes. started yoga. You're becoming calmer. But really, you can I call you? You were a Shavasana skipper? I was. D folks, if anyone out there does yoga, do you know the Shavasana skipper? The one that tweedles out of the room? I call it the Shavasana scoot. And I ah. would literally like slither out the door sideways. It's, it's not a good thing. You know you're doing yourself a disservice. And it's not nice for the teacher. So thankfully, after a while, the teachers would say to me, you know what? You really should be staying. Shavasana is one of the most important poses, if not the most important, right? And I just thought to myself, how could that be true? How could that possibly be the most important pose? You're just laying there. The truth is I really had no respect for the silence at that time. Mm -hmm. And now 
like I know you do, I crave mm-hmm. the silence. And especially with technology and all of the overstimulation that we have, like little periods of digital detox during the day, they're just, they're everything for keeping your mood in check, your, your emotions in check. And you just need to take sometimes one to three deep breaths and it's a game changer. Yeah. Well, I have to admit, um, I was a Shavasana skipper too. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Oh my gosh. Serious <laughs> folks. Like a, when I started to do yoga and I've been doing yoga for over 15 years now, when I started to do yoga, I hated it. I got the flu literally like the next week. I was like, I'm not flexible. I'm a runner. This is not for me. So I just, I would leave Shavasana. Like I would leave Shavasana. I was like, I just want to do the push-ups, like sit-ups, whatever. Like get me out of here. I would roll up my mat. I would make sure the teacher was in the other corner or like not looking. Yeah. I would like tiptoe out and then kind of like run to the door. And like once I got out of the door, I was like, I did it. You know, I'm out. The walk uh, of shame. Yes. Next. But nowadays it's crazy how like my mind has shifted to where like I almost like get angry at the teacher if they don't give me a long enough shavasana. Mm-hmm. I'm in my practice, I'm in my poses, and I'm at the point at the practice where I'm like, please dear God, can we just lay down? Like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And you know, I'm like this little child, and then we lay down, I'm like, yes. And then the teacher's like okay, start to come back into your breath and wiggle your fingers and your toes. And you're like, mother effer, no, don't wake me up. And yes, and it's almost like at that point where it's like, I wonder how long I can stay here with my eyes closed until they know that like, you know, like, or until like I don't have to wake up, you know, like does the world see me? So anyways, that's my story. I'm getting off that. I love it. But, But it's true. Like once you start to realize the power of, silence and the breath and Mm -hmm. letting that control go to a higher universe it's powerful Mm -hmm. so moving on beyond the yoga and the shavasana and knowing that we can handle shavasana now in our lives which is a great graduation (laughs) um tell us about your your technique your power of the breath and how how your business tell us how it's incorporated in your business well, I incorporated breath in my business um, in in a way that, you know, an entrepreneurial life can be really stressful. And so, and I, I'm a self-taught entrepreneur. I don't have an MBA. I, I have a degree in broadcasting and journalism, which had nothing to do with my business, which was producing a beauty product, which was really part of the garment industry. So I had to learn everything along the way. And I'm a typical kind of um, fast paced type A personality. And so I was always getting frustrated and impatient. And I realized that I just could not go on like that. And so I brought the breath off the mat and into my business by every time, by making it a practice. Every time that I found myself uncomfortable with my emotions, I would just take three deep breaths. I mean, that's really like my go to technique. But since then, I'd say I have like five different breath techniques that I utilize a lot. Like for example, besides one to three deep breaths, there's different styles of breathing. Like you can do a lion's breath, which is just like 
a really long deep inhale and then a quick exhale with your mouth open and your eyes bulging out and it's kind of like you know you're like physically letting go of stress and alternate nostril breathing will get you back into balance there's lots of different techniques but what i also learned was that a simple powerful positive thought or intention attached to even one deep breath two deep breaths three deep breaths will help get you through a situation and help kind of breathe your dreams to life. I feel yeah. like I, I really breathed my business to life because with each challenge, I found the right type of breath that worked for me and I attached it to like, I was reading a lot of um, self-help books at the time, like Tony Robbins and Deepak Chopra because a lot of the business books back then were very um, too businessy for me, honestly. They had lingo I didn't even understand. They were written by MBAs or professors, not by people like today not by entrepreneurs who knew, who didn't know what they were doing and are now telling you, here's some of my lessons learned. It was very hard to follow. So instead, I got into the self-help books and the power of positive thinking and mantras, silently repeating mantras silently in my head, along with some deep breaths. And just it took me through each day with such incredible like inner strength and power that um, you know I still use it several times every day. So would you say because you know people hear about mantras and about how almost like reaffirming or affirming to yourself and sometimes like saying like oh fake it till you make it mm -hmm. you know yeah i honestly i got through a marathon a full marathon wow. training myself and saying i can i will literally right? for 26 odd miles. I can, I will. Even when I was, you know, at mile 18, I was like, I'm dying, I'm dying. I can, yeah. I will. Mm -hmm. But do you do you think, because there are different breath techniques, and, and also people have gone through different things in their life. People think differently. People have different body sizes, mm -hmm. uh, lung sizes. I don't know if this is getting too scientific that I don't know, um, or if you know the answer to. Do you think different breath techniques are created for different people like you know are more may i say more beneficial for different people as their breath mantra so like maybe my my go-to relaxing mantra is like the lion's breath where i'm like wow you know like mm -hmm. really exuding like all those toxins out of my tongue where someone else is like i need to breathe in for four hold retain the breath and breathe out for four and that's like their mantra and they say like I love myself I love myself I love myself for four you know and I love myself I love myself I love myself for four whatever mm -hmm. um, and do you do you believe in that I mean like what would you say because you said you inhale a mantra but do you exhale the mantra like is it am I getting too technical here or like do you no, what do you say? it's a great question. And what I love about it, and I'm not a scientist, this is just from my own long-term kind of practice, but um, what I love about breath work, breath practice, is that it is so customizable. And yes, it's different the way you wanna do it. It is, can be totally different from the way that I like to do it. And that's what's great about it. There is no wrong way. And it's just wonderful to try out all these different techniques that we've talked about and find the few that work for you and then do the mantras the way you want to do them and using 
you know, words that really are meaningful to you at that time. You know, your mantra today might might not make sense next week because hopefully you will you will have achieved it. So a lot of times I'll focus on one mantra for a week and then hopefully I've gotten to that point. And if not, I'll continue it for another week. Mm -hmm. So that's what I love about it. It's very flexible and um, customizable to each person. There's no, there's no wrong way. Like if there's a certain mantra you like, you use it and you can switch it up as often or you know, not frequently as you like. Same yeah. with breath techniques. So, um, with the, okay, so meditation plus the breath technique, um, and, and I want to share this quote because I love it so much and it, it relates to what we're talking about, but you know, we are trying to create, you are trying to create and spill out there literally like an oil spill over the ocean mm -hmm. to collect everyone out there through your business you know, a calm amongst the chaos. Mm -hmm. And with that calmness, create success. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, people ask, well, do what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, do, do, you know, follow your passion. And people are like, well, I don't know what I'm passionate about. You know, like, uh, like maybe I like this and I went to school for this and that and that. And this book told me to do this. Mom and dad, you know, said I should do this or I'm good at that. But what are you passionate about? And, and, you know, and I, me personally, it's taken me a long time to realize what I'm passionate about. And you got to close your eyes sometimes and knock everything out and just like be quiet. And so this quote says, if you want to know your own mind, there is only one way and it's to observe and recognize everything about it. And folks, Sandy, mm. how do you do that? Mm -hmm. Well, breath is the best vehicle yeah. to get there. It, it quiets the mind. And it also, in addition to having a positive thought or a silent mantra, the one other simple technique that brings you inward so quickly is closing your eyes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't really do that necessarily when they take deep breaths. But I highly recommend it because then you're immediately turning inward, right? And you're shutting those things out. And um, I think that's, you're right. It's, it's kind of stopping to start. You have to stop, you have to get present. And if you don't know what your passion is, I think it's just always good to be curious and try to, you know, experiment in lots of different um, hobbies that you have or whatever until you find something that you just can't stop thinking about or you feel like you want to pursue and but um bringing the breath along for the ride and um utilizing it as a tool for um success and mindfulness and positivity it's just it really aligns so well for helping to kind of breathe your dreams to life while you're listening you always have to be open-minded and listening during the, that silence. So to like breathe a little voice in your head. But <laughs> but the thing is, you know, and I know it's true. When you breathe, mm -hmm. you have no choice. Like when you fully breathe, and I'm not just talking about like, like I'm you know, going to the grocery store, you know, I'm right. breathing. No, when you change but when you breathe, breath. when yeah. you really inhale and feel yeah. it, you have no... I mean, 
there is no way that you can do that with your shoulders hunched forward no. and your gut hanging out <laughs> and like you know like bent over you cannot take a full breath like that you know and like with a frown on your face you can't take a full try That's to take a, a point try to take a full Never breath with a frown on you your can't. face it's like licking your elbow <laughs> you know what i mean so your posture naturally aligns yeah. you stand up taller Mm-hmm. Your eyes literally light up, and guess what? You know, it's like a peacock with its feathers out. You look more confident. You look more attractive. So, Sandy. And you feel more confident. Yes. That's the key. Vibrance, life. Mm-hmm. So, your brain is getting oxygen. Therefore, your passion is going to come out, right? Exactly. You hope it does. You so, hope it does. so, let's talk about your business, youridea.inc.com. Because you start and you tell, you know, breeding out there, breath work, but then you have your clients, you know, that want to bring their ideas to life. And you obviously say, we've got to start with the breath work. We've got to start with you grounding yourself. That's what I do mostly with my clients too. We've Mm -hmm. got to start with what's going on up there and retraining your brain. So how do you retrain your client's brain through your idea, Inc.? Well, the first step is to talk about self-awareness because what I've found from a lot of entrepreneurs specifically is that they're not used to spending time, not even a minute, thinking about how they actually think or feel. And self-awareness is really kind of the first step to then realizing, okay, I feel anxious right now. I mean, we all know the feelings of stress, like the kind, you know, like you just talked about, your shoulders are up to your ears, or you feel knots in your stomach, or you have this chronic pain in your neck, or like those are the physical feelings of stress. We know what they feel like, but we're kind of trained to ignore them and keep moving. Grab a coffee, (laughs) take an Advil, grab a coffee, like keep going. And so when you learn to be self-aware and you Um, even if you have to like program these self-awareness checks, um, you know, maybe you attach it to like breakfast, lunch, and dinner or whatever, but then it's just taking one minute or 90 seconds of your time and asking yourself, how am I feeling right now? How am I thinking right now? Am I running my business? Am I being a leader from a place of like patient patience and compassion and strength or am I leading like a chaotic frenzied impatient CEO and that doesn't lead to good business decisions so and and decisions are really what leads us to our destiny you know like every single decision that you make during the day even the small ones for an entrepreneur can be pretty monumental and then maybe six or eight weeks down the road you find yourself in that position. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I certainly have where you're like, oh my gosh, how did I get here? Mm. And it's because you made a few bad mm-hmm. decisions along the way. And usually you made them in haste, like just to check them off the checklist or because you had something that was more pressing at the time. But when you begin to slow down and you have these self-awareness checks and you realize that you're just in that frenzied chaos mode, you start to make better decisions. Mm-hmm. You start to take a few deep breaths before you make that decision and you start to just be present more and um, not always being like future thinking, future-based thinking, which mm-hmm. is where I used to tend to always be and that's just not good. So, so it's more of like you're creating the CEOs um, that are more active instead of reactive. Exactly. 
Exactly. So they're mindful. Yes. Instead of mindless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, high five. High five on that. <laughs> um, and that's, and it sounds so like, and I, I hate to say meditation is like the in right now, but it kind of is. Um, but in a way, but that's the beauty it, of breath. You don't have to sit for full session meditation. Exactly. Um, and you can create a meditation in your own way. Mm-hmm. I tell my clients, I say, start two minutes, two minutes, give me two minutes, yeah. you know, and you know what two minutes turns into? It can turn into 10 hours. But if it doesn't, that's okay then too. Then that's okay. Yeah. You know, folks, what I've started to do and which you can start to do because you may be thinking, well, gosh, I can't do that. I don't have time. You can do it. You can do it when you're driving. What I make myself do, I turn my phone on airplane mode at a certain time of night. I basically tell my friends, you know, like, sorry, I'll get that text in the morning. You know, like, my phone will be on airplane mode. I will be sitting on my bed before I go to bed. I put <laughs> I put these little gummy earplugs in my ear. Mm-hmm. I have my eye mask ready <laughs> on top of my head. So I'm I'm preparing myself for a calm for Shavasana. Sleep, for Shavasana. Yeah. But what I do is I literally sit on my bed before I read for maybe two, three minutes. Mm-hmm. Breathe in, breathe out. I close my eyes. And yeah, I may be thinking about some stuff. But I find myself prepared so much more for sleep. And, Absolutely. And that's what Sandy's, you know, trying to breed out there, right? Mm-hmm. Breathe for success. So, I mean, you want to have a successful night's sleep. You want to have successful business. Yes. yes. It's and the sleep same thing. plays a big part in that. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. So, tell me. Um, so, through Your Idea, Inc., Tell me some of your clients and tell me some of their reactions when you tell them you got to breathe. Well, the great thing is a lot of people, um, I meet a lot of people when I speak at entrepreneurial events or conferences and I'll give a workshop on this. And it seems that the people that come up to me afterwards or email me for help afterwards are at that point of desperation, like where they're willing to try anything because they feel so stressed out or so anxious um, in their entrepreneurial lives. And so when I tell them that it's about the breath, they're, they're ready. They're ready for something to help them get out of the vicious cycle of, you know, they're ready for a little digital detox and they're ready for a little self empowerment and they want to take control of their, um, of their breath and, and therefore their lives and their emotions. So, um, Unfortunately, it is usually people who are kind of like at that fork in the road where they're like, I just, I can't take this anymore. They don't like operating from a negative place um, for so much of their day and then into the night and it leads to a bad night's sleep and then they're sleep deprived and it's just a vicious cycle. So what breath does is it just, it really helps to empower them to realize that they can change the cycle. You don't need anyone to do it for you. It's like you have this power in your lungs. It's just untapped and you just have to learn how to tap into it in short little snippets during the day. You don't need a 45 minute meditation app or a 60 minute meditation class. You can do it literally three deep breaths at a time. So people are happy to know that they can take control and they can change their frustrations by changing their breath. 
So three deep breaths, folks. You gotta do three deep breaths. Say something positive during each, what, inhalation? Mm -hmm. And then during and the exhalation, what do you do? I usually let go of things that aren't serving me or that are causing me the stress or anxiety. So I'm inhaling something great and exhaling something that I'm letting go of. And what happens in your body actually is that we detox our body by through the exhales by getting rid of carbon dioxide. This is something I just learned pretty recently as I've been studying a little bit more about breath, but I'm not a scientist and I don't, I'm not even really interested in like learning exactly all of that scientific stuff. I just know it works from having done it firsthand, kind of like being an entrepreneur. You know what works by learning it yourself. But what I realized is a lot of our detoxification happens during the exhales from exhaling carbon wow. dioxide. So um, while the inhale is powerful and people sometimes just don't really think about the exhale, it's really the exhale that is doing a lot of the work detoxing our bodies. So we're like a human, like a real life, like filter. Yeah. Exactly. I love this. I'm like getting these weird images right now. I could probably create like a yeah. Steven Spielberg movie. Exactly. But that's the great thing. Visualization really helps too. And it helps take your mind off of other frustrations. So you can visualize whatever makes you calm. You can visualize a scene at the beach on the inhale and just use the exhale to let go of the carbon dioxide and any toxins in your body as well as any toxins in your mind. So would you, oh, that's awesome. Because that brings me to my next step or my next question. I'm like a little curious, George, here. I'm about to pounce on Sandy. Um, so releasing the toxins from your mind, your body, your whole endocrine system, mm -hmm. system because you're cleaning your immunities. Um, cool. So do you think, because I think you're really onto something about changing people and changing the way people interact with each other. Um, you're creating these people that are running companies, businesses that are creating products, services that are changing the world, that are making a difference. They have a huge impact on the whole, you know, branch of the company that they delegate to. Um, so through the power of the breath and uh, stay with me, folks, I'm going full circle <laughs> um, through releasing the toxins. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that human interaction, human connection, relationships will evolve in a different matter, such as the people that learn the power of the breath and what it does for them and how it filters out maybe negativities and toxins, bad thoughts, bad habits in their bodies, that they're creating a different vibration within their soul, within their mind, and that they will attract other people? Yes, if... yes, 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 yes. <laughs> cool. That's a great question. I think absolutely it starts with a CEO. And when they become a CEO and they're leading from this place of compassionate um, kindness, what happens is they build better relationships with colleagues, with um, employees, with people that they're doing business with. You're not only focused on like doing a business transaction, you're focused on building a relationship. And yes, that's what breath can do. It can, it can make you, um, you know, focus on the bigger picture goals, the building of relationships in business, because that's what it's really 
all about for the long haul is not just doing a transaction and having it end there. You want people to come back and do more transactions and want to work with you. If you're the kind of person um, that's running a company and people don't like you, your employees are going to leave. Mm-hmm. And people have other other companies that they can choose to work with and work for. And so if you're not leading from a place of being in control of your emotions, and you can do that through the breath, then you're, you know, you're, you're doing yourself and your business a real disservice. Awesome. Okay, so what are some, some big companies out there right now that you feel have been leading the way with your your theory and your your practices of the three deep breaths um who do you what companies out there do you think are already breeding that positivity within you know the workplace and within all their employees well i have two great case studies that i did for articles recently one was the ceo of etna which is you know the insurance company and um the CEO, his name is Mark Bernalini. He leads 49,000 employees. And he had a near-death experience many years ago. And um, he was never interested in yoga or meditation or breath. He was a runner and a weightlifter. And, but he had very chronic pain. And he was at a point of desperation. And somebody told him to try craniosacral therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, breath, yoga, meditation, and he did. And he was able to get off of his medications. He was taking seven different narcotics all at one time. And he really had asked himself, like, how much longer can I go on living this type of life? So breath and yoga and meditation really not only saved his life personally, but he brought it to the company. And ever since he's been at the helm of Aetna, which is, I think, six or seven years now, their stock price has multiplied six times. He has. They have a chief mindfulness officer. They have a um, uh, an office in their headquarters that offers yoga programs and different de-stressing programs. They offer financial incentives to their employees who sleep seven plus hours a night for say three weeks in order to make it a habit. Um, so mindfulness plays a big role. Um, in the way that he leads those 49,000 employees. And can you imagine how that also affects each one of those employees' families and then their communities because they're sharing it and in the philosophy of breath and yoga and kindness and compassion and doing business in a way that, that is really great. So that's one case study. The other would be Sage Wellness. Um, when it's founded by a husband and wife team, and I recently met the wife, Kate Ross LeBlanc, and she's been, um, she, she grew up in her um, mother's retail store. It was a fabric store in Ontario, Canada. And she loved, um, as a little girl, being in the store and connecting with people who came into the store, connecting with the community, connecting with the customers. And she's, she was always very spiritual. Her husband also actually suffered um, an accident. He was in a car accident. And um, started to develop all natural remedies to help his body. And um, so they ended up together starting this retail line of aromatherapy products that are all natural, no parabens, no toxins. And they cured him of chronic pain from this car accident. 
And so it's the kind of the perfect pairing with her background in retail from growing up in her mother's store um, and his natural kind of science background with plants and extracts and concocting all of these magical products. And so together, now they have 1,200 employees and they also do have different rituals that incorporate um, mindfulness. Um, like they share a moment at an opening meeting every morning, they have an annual retreat. Um, they're just very attuned to like, you know, how they lead and doing it mindfully and, and with their employees' best interests at hand too. So those are two um, incredible uh, different case studies that I've um, written about recently that awesome. are really interesting. And where can where can people read your case studies? Um, I, either on Huffington Post. I've written a lot of them there on Huffington Post or through my LinkedIn or Thrive Global. I also write on. Cool. Awesome. Oh, thank you. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> about the Sage Wellness. I did not know anything about Sage Wellness. And Sandy told me about it, that she went to this event and funny story, it's like the world was speaking to me because I went to a yoga class the next night and this girl next to me that I'd never seen before in my entire life starts spraying this stuff on her mat. And I was like, you know, like a little like dog. I was like, ooh, what's that smell? And I was like, and I was like, she goes, oh, it's this like new spray that my boyfriend got me for Christmas. And I was like, oh, what is, like, can I look at the bot? And I was like, oh my gosh, Sage Wellness. And I like freaked out and she was like, what, who are you? And then I literally grabbed the bottle. I was like, can I put some on my <laughs> mat? It so, smells so good. It smells so good, guys. So, But that's another layer, I think, exactly. that, um, to the breath and positive intentions. It makes you breathe. Yes. So aromatherapy is a good, another yes. layering tool in our breath techniques. So if you could take over, and we're just getting honest here, folks. <laughs> we're just getting honest. I'm just being honest. Um, if you could... If you could approach a CEO right now to transform them into a CEO, um, mm -hmm. who would that be? So, like, I'm sure they're listening to the oh JBH podcast. Oh, my goodness. I, I it could be anyone. don't know because I don't really know who's not doing meditation. Um, it would, I mean, I know the type of CEO would be, you know, that tightly wound CEO who's not looking out for their employees and isn't really interested in what they have to say. It would be that type of leader that is just kind of at the top. He's not one of one. He's not a colleague with everybody. He's not, um, you know, building a culture of like teamwork. So that's the kind of person I would love to work with um, and have them work on their breath and their self-awareness and start to lead, lead in a more CEO mindful way. But nice. I don't know who specifically. I just want to know. Okay, so should we I... take a deep breath together before we end? Yes, yes, but I just want to say cuz yeah. I think it's so fun and I think I think you'll have a profound impact um on a broader audience very very soon. I have Thank you. I have yes, I mean, you know, I'm really thinking about this more and more and I I know I over tend to overthink things, but like, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Sandy, Sandy, Sandy knows Oprah in a way, and <laughs> Oprah has started this meditation with Deepak Chopra. I love those. Which I love. Yes. Um, because they have this profound power, mm -hmm. but Sandy, I'm so joyful that you have taken on this role to take the everybody and, and create 
fluid, I want to say fluid, flowing atmospheres because, you know, just as I know in yoga, when we all breathe together, we all connect, our energy levels are on the same page, mm-hmm. our vibrations are together, and we need more breath work, and yes. we need more positivity in this world. It'll be, a, it's a nice, powerful, collective energy when we're all yes. operating on that higher vibration. It's from that chill pill. Yes. It's a chill yeah. So, so we are just about out of time, but, um, I will share and do you have anything else you want to add before we close up? No, just hopefully people will take away one little golden nugget from this conversation that will help them to just stop during the day once or twice or three times and take just one deep breath or two deep breaths or three deep breaths and then customize to whatever they like. Exactly. And if you are out there listening, my little honesters, and you are saying to yourself, yes, I want to breathe more. Duh, I know how to breathe, but I I just need a hand to, to guide me and tell me, like, you know, my dreams can become a reality. And yeah, I need to get in the right headspace. Sandy is definitely your girl. She has helped me on many levels and motivated me yes you have she's looking at me doubtfully um go visit youridea.inc.com thank you and i'll put those in the show notes and contact her and she is she's your miracle magical maven um, well, you inspire me so much oh, every day. So thank you thank for just you. being honest. Oh, thank you. Um, so yeah, let's close let's do together. Deep breath. How many should we do? Just we'll just do one. We'll do one deep breath together. Okay, ready? And hopefully, whoever's listening, they can do it now as well. Okay, cool. So, so let's all okay. do it together. Ready? Let's close our eyes close first, our eyes. and don't forget, like, uh, sit up nice and straight, and we'll just take a long, deep inhale. And let everything negative go with a long exhale. Namaste, my friend. Namaste. Just being honest. I'm just being honest. Wow, I can say that so much more vibrantly. Thank you, Sandy, so much. <laughs> Thanks, KB. You're great. You're Folks, greater. take a deep breath. We'll talk to you next time. Namaste. Namaste.